Welcome to the Carrot Gal Sister Chats podcast, where we chat all about gardening and self-sufficiency. We are Jackie and Laura, two sisters who live in Utah and Idaho, and who love to talk about self-sufficiency skills. We're glad you're here. Come learn along with us. Laura, what's up with you today? Hey, what's up? Oh, no. I'm just here. I'm happy to be here. So excited to talk about another really fun topic today. What what is on your mind for today? Yeah, so um, I thought that we would talk about carrots today. You know how seeing as the website is called Carrot Gal, yes. we probably ought to be talking about carrots and how to grow carrots. We ought to be talking about that. I like that. I don't believe in shitting on ourselves, but I agree with you. We should probably talk about carrots. (laughs) Let's talk about carrots. It sounds, I mean, maybe to the average human, they're like, why are you guys talking about carrots? But carrots is such a fun thing to grow. So fun to grow. So fun. I get really excited about carrots. Um, I was just looking this week on um, looking for some carrot seeds specifically online. I think I was on Etsy is where I was at. And this one company showed up and they had the coolest variety of carrots. They had like this dark, I think they called them black carrots or black nebula, black nebula carrots. I was like, what? Um, I've seen like rainbow mixes of carrots. If you've been to the grocery store, like they have little bags of like the white and the purple and the orange, obviously we all know orange, Mm -hmm. but, um, I saw the seeds, you know, I've seen seeds of like the rainbow carrots, but obviously we mostly grow like the, yeah, the orange carrots. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of varieties and I didn't know there was like black carrots. So I just like, I want to grow black carrots. Now, anyway, I'm digressing. I get excited about carrots and carrot <laughs> seeds and all the colors because if you know about health and health principles, like we're, we're taught that we need to eat the variety, like the rainbow colors. Right. So that's why I was like, oh, that's a really dark colored carrot. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, I, do you know the history of carrots? Because I know what we eat today um, have been like, they're, they're not wild carrots. Like wild carrots a long time ago were very different than what we have cultivated. Mm-hmm. As we know as carrots today. Do you know that history? Um, not off the top of my head. The, what, what comes to mind though with the history of carrots is that they weren't orange. Right, that's what I remember. I believe they were white originally. Oh. So the orange carrots that we eat today was not the original carrots. It's a variation. Okay. But that's typically what you would find in the store. So to your point, growing carrots ourselves, um, not only does it give us like the ability to grow food, but you can grow different types of carrots than you can find in the store. So yeah. what you find in the store, you'll find a few kinds, maybe you'll be lucky and have a few that are the multicolored ones, but you're really not going to get like, there's like ones that are like tiny and round. There's ones that are like skinny, like super skinny ones that are really chunky ones that are really um, short ones that are super long and thin, some that are red, some that are white, some that are, as you found like dark purple, right? So you can get all these different colors and varieties and stuff. And cool thing with all these different kinds of carrots is they all taste different which is so weird like they all have different flavor profiles and they're all still a carrot right it's like they'll still taste like a carrot but some are sweeter some are less sweet some are I don't know it's 
It's interesting. And from my experience, one of the reasons why I love growing carrots, not only are they easy to grow and they don't take a lot of maintenance, but, um, but they taste way better. Oh gosh. Yeah. So a lot of people talk about homegrown tomatoes and how much better they are than store-bought tomatoes. Yes. I would say carrots are like 10 times. I agree. More than tomatoes would be right. So I agree. They're sweeter. They're a lot more flavorful. They don't, you know, they have a lot more depth of flavor. So I highly recommend trying them out and seeing what you like there. And speaking about the black nebula carrots, I, I planted some this year in my garden and they've gone to seed. So I have a few black nebula seeds that are almost ripe. I'm hoping that they, um, there'll be a very limited quantity, but, um, anyway, I might just grow them out again and get a bigger amount, but we'll see. That's cool. So let's kind of set the stage for what we're talking about today. Right. Cause like want to touch base on a couple of things that I really think it would be cool to teach people like what you need to do. So maybe we'll start backwards because <laughs> I was going to end with that, but I'd love to touch base on if you, like, if you know how to grow carrots already and you like want to go to the next stage, you can actually save your carrot seeds, but there's specific things you need to do. So I want to have large touch base on, okay. on how to save carrot seeds. But outside of that, um, let's talk about like how you actually grow carrots. What are some of the tricks and nuances of growing carrots? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, like the length of time that it takes for them to grow generally, obviously each variety may be slightly different, but just the general mm-hmm. length of time, what do we do? Like, how do we harvest them? And then how do we preserve them? Um, a lot of people don't know that you can actually eat the carrot greens. Um, so like, what do we actually do with the carrot greens? I was at our sister-in-law's house a couple of weeks back and she, they have horses. And so she, we were pulling some carrots out of her garden and she was like, I want the carrot tops. And I was like, that's cool. You can have the carrot tops. You know, I wasn't going to do anything with them. Um, she's like, I want to feed them to my horses. And I'm like, okay, I didn't know that horses loved carrot tops. So that was a cool news for me. Cause I don't know. They like carrots. I know carrots are really sweet for them and bunnies like carrots, but I didn't know the carrot top thing. So that was kind of cool, but we can also eat carrot tops. They're really good for us. So let's talk about all those and then. Yeah. Being yeah I, well, I thought this was going to be a short video, but you know, know. It's Pretty good. long. So um, <laughs> that's okay. The, I actually, my carrot tops, I just, I either compost them or I'll dig them back into the soil to break down. Or what I most often do is I just throw them into my chicken coop. And cool. let them go at it and they love eating the carrot tops too so cool but i have i've actually made like um i don't know what they call it no not you can't make pesto out of it but i just like i chopped them on a chopping board with like i think a bunch of parsley and some garlic and then some salt mm-hmm. and so it's kind of a type of pesto but i didn't add any like olive oil to mush it together or anything um and i just put it on top of a salad so it just was this really nice herby Hmm. flavorful thing so it's almost like a treat of like another herb yeah and they're going to taste very similar to parsley yeah they're kind of in that same flavor profile so yeah so um growing carrots is pretty simple you um obviously need seeds so and you're going to need a lot of seeds yes so keep that in mind um as opposed to like a tomato that you need one seed for a whole plant that makes a bunch of food. Um, you're going to need one seed for every carrot that you want to grow. So, 
And then you're actually going to need more than that because you have to plant them. Um, you're not, not every seed germinates. So you're going to have to grow, um, plant them a little more thickly than you want and then thin them later. So that's the trick to carrots is making sure you thin them out. So what I do when I grow carrots, you can actually grow them pretty close together. So I like to take my area that I'm going to plant and um, just like I take my hand and I just run it through the soil just to make a little groove. And then I take my um, seeds and I just sprinkle it into the groove. So you're probably going to want, you know, you can space them out, but it's, it's laborious. So I usually just like do a little sprinkle over the top and then I just cover it up, cover up the little trench that I planted them in and then they're done. So, so then I just do a whole bunch of those. I space each trench out about three inches from the next trench. And then when I go to thin them within the trench, I'm going to thin them about um, every two inches that direction. So you're going to want them roughly every two to three inches apart in all directions. So again, like we planted the garlic in a different um, chat, um, I, I tend to think of my carrots like in a grid pattern. Yeah. Right. So, um, but that's how I plant them as I plant them in basically trenches or rows, like tiny little rows. And then once they're grown and they're about an inch tall, that's when I go through and I thin them. Because now you can see the strength of the plant, which ones are kind of like wimpy and which ones are growing really strong. And you can just keep the ones that you want. So that's probably the hardest part of growing carrots is um, thinning them out. But once you plant them, you're going to want to keep them watered and they take about two weeks to germinate. Oh, yeah, I know. Because the first time so, I planted carrots, I was like, I had to call you because I was like, Laura, nothing's growing. They take and a I really long time. <laughs> To germinate. I was prepared for that. Yeah. But really just keeping them watered and they're going to grow just fine. So pretty soon you'll see little tiny sprouts. They start like all plants, they start with two leaves and then they grow out their true leaves after that. So again, once they're about an inch tall, then I'm like, oh, it's time to thin my carrots. So it's a little backbreaking, but I, I usually get down, depending on how many you have, I grow a lot of carrots. So it takes me a long time. I do it over the course of a week or two. I'm like, okay, I just have to go every, like go take 30 minutes and go thin out carrots, right? So, um, so you're going to get down and you're just going to want to, you separate them out and just make sure there's only one little plant there. There's actually like two or three leaves that come up from each one. So kind of pull them apart and then you're just going to yank out the rest of them or you can trim them with scissors or something like that. So that you only have one plant and then um, you take out a big clump and then you leave one plant and take out a big clump and leave one plant and take out a big clump. So then now you have um, individual carrots based off. Okay. So what happens, a couple questions, because I didn't know this when I first started growing carrots. Like, can you transplant carrots? That's one question. Mm -hmm. Can you grow them inside and then transplant them outside? Because a lot of plants do that with can you yeah. do that with bricks? um second question what happens if you accidentally don't thin your carrots is that a deal breaker or what right. happens okay so yeah, um carrots are one of the things that you cannot transplant 
they don't like to be transplanted at all and they won't really work very well. So those thinnings that you're taking out, you can't replant them. When I thin my onion plants, I can replant those ones and, and keep and use those again, but really your carrot seedlings are not gonna transplant well. So you wanna direct seed wherever you want them to be in the garden. Um, okay. I usually plant them about two to three weeks before my frost date in the spring. So that's a good time frame. Okay. Here in Idaho, our last frost date, or first frost date, sorry, last frost date in the spring is um, usually around April 10th. Okay. So usually the beginning of April is kind of my trigger point to start planting carrots. This okay. same pattern happens with beets as well, or okay. parsnips or any of those like long root vegetables that you're going to do. Okay. Beets are slightly different because they actually are a fused seed so you're going to plant one beet seed and you're going to get you can you can never get a single beet seed a single beet plant in one location because there's three or four together in the clump so they're kind of a unique seed anyway oh, so a little side note on beets is they're fused interesting so cool yeah so um um to, so you can't transplant them. You're going to plant them exactly where you want them to be and then thin them later. You can be more precise if you want to be. If you only have a few seeds, you can plant just one or two. And then if they don't germinate, then you'll just have holes, right? So if you're trying to save on how much carrot seed you need, you can be a little more sparing. Um, your other question was what happens if you don't thin them? Um, I haven't ever not thinned my seeds, but I've gone too long before. And then they're like like three or four inches tall. And I'm like, oh no, they're all like clumped together. So carrot, all plants have this really cool um, thing within them. Like it's, I don't know what you call it, but there's like this sensation or like a homing beacon. I don't know what it is. They have this innate knowledge that if they're growing within a certain amount of space within another plant, then they won't bulb. Like they won't create the, the root. So if you don't thin your carrots, you're just going to get little strings of roots and they okay. will never grow into a carrot. Okay. And that's the same of all plants. If they're too tightly packed together, they really won't do what they're supposed to do. So something to keep in mind. I don't know. Nature's pretty cool and it knows. That is cool. And I think it's just a mechanism to like, if you're too tightly planted together, of course you're not going to be able to reproduce, right? You're too tight. Yeah. So yes. You don't have the space. So. Yeah, so thinning them out is super important. Um, now I have accidentally left like too many, like I've thinned, I thought I thinned them out far enough, but I left two or three really close together. And if there's just a couple, then they will start creating carrots, but they're probably going to be smaller. Okay, okay. Yeah. I remember growing up, um, we grew carrots pretty much every year, or our mom grew carrots, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, still does to this day and oftentimes um her carrots like 
like kind of on one side and they just split open so you can see the center. Um, and oftentimes, I don't know if she thins them or what she does, but oftentimes they're just really bulged and clumped together. And mm-hmm. I don't know what creates that splitting, but I've never had splitting carrots, but I've only grown carrots a couple of times. Yeah. So. Splitting, um, it does happen in my garden too. Sometimes I get straight carrots and sometimes I get split ones, but by splitting, it just means like it kind of um, makes oh, it I meant like, like the top, like oh. where the carrot, like it kind of opens up and you can like a kind of almost like door. Yeah. If you can see the core of the carrot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what causes those things, mm-hmm. but the forking and then the splitting. So I think splitting is probably just overwatering. Oh, okay. And then that would be my guess. And then the, the forking is typically based on your soil. Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. really clay soil, then they're not going to be able to push down as right. deeply. So they fork. Right. Um, or if there's stones or, or rocks in your soil, um, it might be um, mineral based or like fertilizer. I'm not sure what causes okay. those things. No, what you're you saying, all sorts of funny shaped carrots when you grow right. yourselves too. So, right, part of the fun. It is part of the fun. It's really exciting. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing you say is carrots are overcomers. <laughs> they, they find obstacles and then they still find a way around them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Just so, um, some people say you can't grow carrots in clay soil. It has to be sandy soil, but I beg to differ. I grow them all the time in, in my, not like thick, thick clay soil. That's probably not going to work well, but just in like my garden soil, that's pretty heavily clay. It's, cool. there's, they grow just fine. So that's good. Yeah. Good on you. That's great. So cool. some people like to grow them in raised beds with a little bit lighter mixture and they probably will do much better. Gotcha. in that kind of a format that's probably why you haven't had problems with yours because yours is a raised bed with good good soil in it so probably yeah that's probably brilliant yeah. all right so it takes about two weeks for them to germinate we've got to thin them got to take care of our little baby carrots and then once how they're long- thinned then they just let them grow like you really yeah. just let them do their thing after that point and they probably take two to three months to be harvestable um from the thinning point so then you just let them hang out all summer I just let mine do their thing and then in the fall I dig them up you can um you can space out the plantings if you want to Mm -hmm. um to be able to have some early harvest and then some mid harvest and then late harvest Mm -hmm. you can do that as well um you can also plant them in the fall or toward the end of summer and um, they can be full grown by the time winter hits and then you can dig them up at that point or leave them in the ground and protect them with a cold frame or something like that. We talked about that in our winter gardening class um, video. So anyway, so those are some things, but typically they just hang out. And then um, usually what I do is I kind of watch the, the plant part, like the bushy part, the green leaves. Once they're big, they're going to grow probably two feet tall, something like that, a foot to two feet. Once they're like big and bushy, then I'm like, oh, the carrots are probably about ready to harvest. So then I get down and I kind of look around the tops and I just push some of the soil away and I just see how big the top is. And that gives me a good indication of how big the root is. 
Um, and once diameter. I see the, the diameter, once I see that the tops are looking really nicely big, um, about the right diameter that I'm looking for, then, uh, then it's time to dig them. So I generally get a, a garden shovel. Um, you can, if your soil is moist, just, you can just pull gently and they, they pop out. The risk with that is that they often break off. Yeah, they do. So I generally like to loosen the soil a little bit with a shovel. So I go next to it and kind of give it a little like wiggle, wiggle and then the, the soil is a little bit looser and then I can pull them out really easily and they don't generally break off. Cool. Um, from there, I typically just twist off the tops right there in the garden if I'm, or I leave them on and I twist them off when I bring them in the house, either way. So sometimes it's nice to be able to just gather up the whole clump with the tops and just carry them in that way. Otherwise, I um, twist off the tops and throw them into a box or a bag in the garden. Um, so the way that I store them is, um, so carrot storage, they like to be really, really, um, humidity is good for carrots. So if you were to store them in a cold storage situation like a root cellar or something like that, not a lot of people have root cellars right now, but if you did have a root cellar by chance, then you would want to have really high humidity mm. in the root cellar when you're storing carrots in there. Since I don't have a root cellar, I tend to keep them in, so I just get like a bag. You can use a, a clean grocery bag or like a Ziploc bag or something of that nature. And I usually just put them in there. I leave the dirt on and everything, twist okay. the tops off. So I just throw them in there with the dirt and then I take a small handful of water and I just sprinkle it on top of the carrots. That's gonna keep the humidity really high. And then I close up the bag and I keep it in my fridge or my garage someplace cold cool. and that's pretty much it and they really last like all winter long you're going to wow. get a few that go goopy but you can like you know you can still work around not if they're really gross but right. some in the bag that like one in the bag is not going to spoil the whole bunch like an apple would so right. cool. cool yeah other things so that's really how i store them is just in cold with lots of humidity plastic bags are really great to store them in very good very good to know right it's like when you buy them at the store you, again you just don't know those things and like the nuances of how you actually store this how long do they take to store like how long does a carrot take to grow like mm -hmm. all those things so that's really really helpful knowledge so um, yeah. oh go ahead some people think that you have to like preserve them like you have to mm -hmm. cut them and blanch them and freeze them and i'm like not carrots, like they store really long, just as is. So I personally like to use them fresh. So I just store them in a root cellars type of fashion. Right. So that's cool. But I mean, that's cool that you, I mean, if you want, if you want frozen carrots, like that does preserve them longer. So like find them, you know, or you can ferment them. Carrots are really great fermented. So that's another preserving option. If that's a concern for you. Now. For sure. That's super cool. Um, no, I think it was pretty thorough. Um, obviously, if you guys have questions, let us know about carrots. Um, I have a friend that really struggled growing carrots. She was adamant that she couldn't grow carrots. She's like, carrots are the only thing that I can't ever grow. Like, they just would never germinate for her. And I'm like, okay, that's super weird and funny. 
Um, most people can grow carrots. I think they're a relatively simple thing to grow, but um, let's talk really quick. If people are really trying to up their level in their carrot understanding, like, and they want to start saving seeds or what, yeah. like, talk about the, that process just really quick. So they have, yeah. So to your point before that, so the, um, if you're struggling to grow carrots, I would say try them in the cold, colder months. So plant them in April. Okay. April's a really great month to plant them in our area, which is Utah and Idaho. Yeah. So try them in the colder months before it gets warm. Okay. Um, that's a good option. And then keep them Morris. well watered for two weeks. And right. you should you plant them. fine with that. So try those tips if you're struggling to grow carrots. Cool. Um, if you want to grow seed from carrots, I would actually say it's one of the um, more advanced seed saving things to do. So I would actually start save, saving seed with easier to, to save seed plants first. Cool. So easier plants to save seed from are tomatoes, um, beans, peas. Those are going to be some of your easiest ones because you don't have to worry about cross pollination. And they're really simple to save you can do it all in one season so most people have never seen a carrot plant going to seed because if you grow carrots um they don't produce seed in the first year they produce a root and this is the same for so these plants are called biennials they produce their seed in their second year okay. so this is carrots um, parsnips, beets, onions, mm -hmm. any of those kinds of things. So any of your root ones, they produce seed the following year. So what you have to do if you want to save seed from carrots, like it's say you have a certain variety that you've loved growing in your garden, you have to leave some in your garden all winter long. And, um, and then the following year, so the tops will die back in the winter and it creates like a, um, uh, protection like a layer of protection for the plant okay um i usually throw some straw on top of it as well just to okay. add a layer of insulation and then um so i usually save about 20 to 30 carrots that i don't dig up um and then those ones i'm going to overwinter put some straw on top of it make sure that they're well protected from the cold the following spring, I take off that layer of straw when it starts getting warm again. And then you're going to start seeing little green sprouts coming out of the roots. And those will grow into a really tall stem. They're probably about uh, four feet tall. And oh, wow. at the top of that is going to grow these beautiful white umble flowers. Right. And they're big and white. And they're big and white. And each of those is going to... Uh, so lots of bees come and pollinate those. Um, they usually start flopping all over the garden. So I usually take a piece of twine and tie around all the stems just to keep them. Oh, so there's like lots that grow up and out. Um, yeah, each one grows like probably two to four flowers. Okay. But there's also leaves and other things oh. going on, right? So there's lots of plant mass happening. So that's why you keep it all together. I like to just tighten it up because otherwise oh. it like, but it's designed to do that. So it's supposed to like fall and then put its seed like further oh. away from its plant. But sure. so 
since I'm going to be gathering them, it's just tidier in my garden if that they're not like taking yeah. over like six feet of space, right? Yes. So I just like to keep them a little more contained. Then um, when those umbels are pollinated, they're going to start forming the seed head. Okay. Um, so each of those umbels is going to have like, like 200 seeds on it. Oh. So it's a lot of seeds in one little umbel. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you're going to let those dry down on the plant. Um, at the bottom of the flower are these little like spiky things. And when those start getting brown and crispy, that's when it's time to harvest the seeds. Okay. So then I usually look for like a brown stem, those kind of like it's starting to get crispy. You don't want it to get to the black stage that's gone too far. But um, I usually look for it to get dry and crispy. And then I just go through and I clip them off with scissors and just okay. drop them into a brown paper bag and let them keep drying in the house. And then once they're dry, like super dry, then I just take them. Um, I usually put on a pair of gloves just because they're a little bit pokey. Like you can get, I don't know. Anyway, so then I just rub the seed head into a bowl and all those seeds fall. And then from there, you take the seeds and you're gonna rub them with each other. Like, like pick up handfuls and just rub them, pick up handfuls and rub them together. Cause I didn't know if you know this, if you have ever planted carrot seeds, they already have, um, they've already been rubbed off. But when you grow them, they, they're like Velcro. They have little they like burrs on them yeah. and they like, they'll like cling to your, to your clothes and like get stuck everywhere. Interesting. Yeah. And it's a really cool mechanism for the plant because carrots probably don't want to grow right next to another, to the parent carrot plant. They want to be transplanted. So they want, they want to attach themselves to a dog that walked by or the birds or whatever the case may be and right. go, go somewhere, somewhere else to be perpetuated. Right. So cool. Yeah. So I like to rub off all those burrs just you don't have to like if you don't want to clean them that deeply you don't have to but you can just plant them with the burrs on it's not going to hurt anything but most people don't know that they have that velcroy burr right thing on it so wow yes thorough education about carrots yes. so. and again like i said saving carrot seeds is pretty advanced um you have to make sure that they don't cross pollinate with like wild things like Queen Anne's lace will cross pollinate with it and other wild plants. So you have to make sure that there's distances if you want to save pure seed and stuff like that. So okay. interesting. Anyway, such good information. I hope that you guys have learned a thing or two about carrots specifically. Today. I know I did learned a lot. Um, what cool stories. I just, I don't know. Let me just kind of wrap things up with just um I think the my own personal story right of like yeah. the first time that I grew my own carrot carrots I should say um yeah I I think I already shared the story of like how I built um some garden beds on a neighbor's property because we don't have any property right now ourselves at the moment so we're being inventive and creative right so built this garden bed on our neighbor's property and um first year was kind of a bust we started like really super late in the season so like whatever that was a learning curve year two planted the whole thing out planted the carrots and that's why i had to call lara and be like uh nothing's coming up i know i planted things here so if you feel that way the first time it's okay like <laughs> 
I didn't know it took two weeks for them to start popping up. It was like two days later after I called her that they actually started showing up. So I was assured, but you know, then fast forward several months and you know, they were full sized and one day, I mean, we just didn't have a ton of space. And so I think we may have harvested a total of like seven carrots that year. So it was so exciting. Right. But I was like, these are my first carrots. It was, it was great. But I remember the day it was a Sunday. Um, I went out to check on our little garden boxes and um, I realized that the carrot, because Laura was talking about like checking on the diameter of the carrot, my carrot actually kind of popped up out of the ground so I could uh-huh. see it. Um, and I knew it was big enough and the diameter was, I was super happy with it. And I'm like, I am pulling that bad boy out today. And it was such a joyful experience. We took a picture of me like pulling it out of the ground. Um, it was just I don't know. So joyful. And I'm sure anybody with a carrot can, or has grown a carrot can probably have similar stories, but it was just that moment, right? Like Lara shared um, in one of our chats um, about her first pumpkin that she grew and how she took that to her activity and carved that. And that was like her first thing, like, this was my experience with my carrot, right? I'm like, "Ah, that's so exciting. And then I brought my carrots in my house and they tasted amazing. And I was so sad that I didn't have more carrots because Right. They are good. They are really good homegrown. So, um, so much fun, so much joy in growing food and carrots, carrots yeah. specifically because we're talking about right. it today. And they really don't take a lot of space in the garden either. You can grow like a hundred carrots in like the space of like, like two feet by two feet, right? So, I mean, it's really small. Yes. Lots of carrots. Yeah. So, and they're really easy to take care of they don't really require a ton outside of the thinning process so they're pretty minimal yeah for sure yeah and um I do grow carrot seeds so if you need some you can check out my Etsy shop and I'll they've been cleaned but they've been cleaned yes they've been cleaned they don't have the burrs on them so they'll be like regular carrot seeds that you use regular carrot seeds (laughs) but the link to that is um carrotgal.com slash shop so you can check that out and then we also have our facebook group if you have questions over there you can join us there and the link to that one you can go to carrotgal.com slash chats c-h-a-t-s so check both of those out and we will see you next time sounds good thanks for all the info today that was exciting okay see ya bye thanks for listening to this episode of the carrot gal sister chats podcast We invite you to join us in our private Facebook group to continue the conversation. You can find the group by clicking on the link in the show notes or by visiting carrotgal.com slash chats. We love to answer questions and see pictures of your gardens and other self-sufficiency projects that you're working on. Come join us in the group. Thanks for listening.